Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So excited, man. Dude, so uh, we met at a show. Right. You know, I was performing and you were a cool audience member. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were out with the boys. Indeed. Tell me, like, who who are you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> hello, yeah. Al, Alex, and everybody. Uh, my name is Powis. My stage name is P. Crook. Sick. I like to do the hip-hop stuff here in Vancouver and wherever else they'll have me. How'd you get into it? It's just one of those uh, those destiny things. Since I was a, a ute, two older brothers that loved hip-hop, so we're all just writing and writing. Sick. And then basically, when I kind of crossed the line of seriousness, you know, I would kind of hang out with my buddies. We'd have these nights. Someone's got a phone. Hit record and let's bump a freestyle. And the freestyle would be crazy. And then I'd listen to it, you know, hundreds of times. And then my one buddy, Koju, uh, discovered Vancouver Library Central Branch has the recording studio. Yeah, the yeah, Inspiration yeah. Lab. So now all of a sudden we're in a booth with a mic. The live room is pretty big. You know, there's this big glass thing and there's all these students studying on the other side and we're in there. I'm shirtless. So I'm just giving my absolute all into the mic. Like you can't even tell. You can't <laughs> even hear a thing outside. And that was kind of where we were before we got our own recording stuff and before we had studio homies and this and that and you know i we made a handful of songs and then he made an album i made an album and he rented out uh lanaloo's which you might be familiar yeah. with uh good comedy spot and just good for all the culture and rented it out for a hip-hop show and i've been doing shows there since that was about five years ago holy shit yeah man that's awesome and uh Using the art to try to make a positive impact on the world. Yeah. That's my dream. to Positive you know, impact on the world. I'm sure it, affirmate. I'm sure it helps with other things too. It helps with some things. It helps <laughs> with other things sometimes, yeah. You know, there's not like... Uh, I haven't done that many shows where it's a bunch of strangers. Yeah. You know. Well, there are a few new hip-hop things popping up these days, but I wouldn't say it's... The same as the stand-up community where, you know, there's an opportunity to do eight performances in a week. Yeah. Like, dude, for me, I've got a speaker, uh, JBL Party Box on the go. Give a promo code uh, LD for 10% off JBL. <laughs> uh, no, but JBL, uh, not yet. Not the, yet. Yeah, Don't do that. The, it won't work. <laughs> the the <laughs> Party Box on the yeah. go, it's like a mic and a big yeah, speaker, yeah. and I'm just going to the SkyTrain station. Sick. And just dropping rhymes. and Just getting practice in. See, if I did that with stand-up, right. people would be like, that guy's fucking crazy. Totally. But in some places, that's norm. Like, in places around U.S. and stuff. Like, Dave Chappelle used to do that. I don't remember what city. Philadelphia, probably. Or New York. And also, I mean, you could probably shed some light on this, but content I usually take to the SkyTrain stations is a little more family-friendly. Oh, that too. I, we did a corporate gig uh, yesterday, and I asked the booker... Are we doing clean? Can I can I swear? Yeah. She's like, oh, I saw your set. You're perfect. That's okay. good, right? So we're there, and there's kid like toddlers in the audience, and every time there's a swear word in my set, I for some reason would make eye contact with a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be like, yeah, and so he sent me five, and I look at a toddler, I'm like, dick pics. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> oh no. I, I have yeah. a joke. 
uh, that ends with like, so who's traveling now, bitch? And I was like, so who's traveling now? And I look at a toddler again and I was like, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> like to- full non-committal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Um, but I mean, I've heard people rap on your yeah. near sky train and right. dropping F-bombs. Yeah. So it's. I mean, F-bomb's cool, but I have uh, a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's vulgar, okay. but in the name of progress. Oh. So, my album Manifest Manifold, pcrook.bandcamp.com if you want to cop it for free. Um, is it anywhere like on Spotify? It's not on Spotify Why yet. Why not? Because I want to try to reap some of that Bandcamp scratch oh, first. I, see, I, see. I do have a handful of songs on Spotify, pcrook on Spotify. Um See if I can milk Bandcamp first. Because, you know, people want to support. And oftentimes they'll be like, oh, you know, I'm listening on Spotify supported. Like, yeah, absolutely. But and I love that. That was like a penny. Right? Yeah. And yeah. they honestly don't, they want to really support and contribute. So in a, in a bit, it'll be on. Um, Sweet. It'll be on Spotify. And also some of the content's a bit uh, aggressive and I do work with children. So it's a bit of a dance. Yeah. For sure. But it's basically like there's a bunch of songs about sex. Yeah. So I've kind of tried to manage my relationship with sex and dating, which Sweet. is part of the reason why I was so interested in coming on this pod Yeah, when I met you and added you on you know, Insta and stuff and done a lot of work and put a lot of thought into that. So, I mean, I guess if you could look at it into the eyes of a toddler and say dick pic, you can, you know. Yeah, but they don't so. understand. As long as, as long as you say it lovingly, yeah. you can say anything. <laughs> Oh, you little piece of shit. <laughs> oh, look at you. Thank you. Who wants a dick pic? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yes. I you. That's fine. And also, those are almost like premium type songs. Like, I want to keep a little something in my pocket for my paid performances. Hell yeah. If you will. But uh, it's been a heck of a journey that led to the creation of that album. And so much of it had to do with dating and relationships and love and sex. And yeah. What was your relationship with sex? What was that? <laughs> it, it was, um, it has improved, hmm. um, but it was a lot of sex in the name of validation. Oh, hell yeah. You know, the boys, hey, I got a story for the boys. Guess what? Oh my God, I did this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, like I remember there was one time when Corona first began, it was just to like say that like yo the world's locked down and all this shit but I still can get laid and like tell all my buddies and like oh guess what no dating no nothing well it sucks for you guys I got this blah 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 I'm like what is happening here who am I trying to impress you know my friends we're adults now you know this isn't yeah. like I'm 16 at summer camp and beat you guys to the race like mm. what is actually happening so peeling back the layers with a lot of reflection, a lot of journaling, a lot of professional help. I'm still not necessarily at the final conclusion. Yeah. But well, there uh, is no final conclusion, right? Well said. No one's perfect. Exactly. Uh, it's a it's a journey. But yeah, taking away from that validation, sport banging. Are we allowed to swear on this thing? Yeah. Sport fucking. Yeah. You know, and sport like sport fucking. Yeah. I've never heard that before. That right. sounds good. I like that. Sport fucking. <laughs> yeah, just like Eventually, fucking for sport. Yeah, dude. Damn. Right. Yeah. Right. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, kind of taking it back to that connection because I think if people that have had um, varied experiences in sex, I mean, I mean, I can't speak for everyone that's had lots of experiences in sex, but I think it's when there's some sort of feeling involved, it's better. Uh, yeah, I think 
I've, I've talked uh, about this a bit where for me, I kind of separate there's intimate sex and then there's just pure body fucking yeah. and the pure body fucking is like, like having cake. Totally. Maybe I don't need to eat cake every day, but you know, when I eat cake, it makes me slightly happy. Totally, man. And uh, why wouldn't I have a nice slice of cake? I deserve it, right? Uh, and then there's the intimate emotional sex where, you know, I can buy the cake from different bakeries right. every now and then. Totally. I can I can maybe have cake uh, a few times a week from different places. Oh, there you, you know, go. I might have, I might, I might like... Uh, Black Forest cake at this place, <laughs> uh, cheesecake at this place. That sounded gross for a second. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, some apple pie at a different place. Here we go. But if we're talking about emotional, yeah. I think it has to be like, oh, no, it's just that place. Right. Totally. Um, it is better, it's, but it's also different, I feel. Fair. Yeah. I think that's why, uh, for some people, open marriages work. Right. Because they don't have to, right. don't, even though I think it gets messy once you start <laughs> going for that one special thing into different places. Mm-hmm. It gets a little mixed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 29 years old. 29? Yeah. Dude, you look so good. <laughs> Thanks. Man. I mean, 29 is not old <laughs> yeah, yeah, by yeah. any means. No, but I get that a lot. You look like 25. Yeah. I think it's that. also the... Cause you the bright seem, pants. It's not the pants. I think because you seem kind of more alive. By 29, people usually are cynical and ready to go. Very sweet of you. And you are? 30. Nice. Yeah. Respect. All right. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) I was like, no, you You look look 35. You look 35. That's what I want. We're glowing. We're both glowing. Uh, glowing. At my my work, my boss, uh, he's, he's a tall dude. Yeah. And I was like, how old are you? He's like, 29. And I, I burst out laughing. And he's like, why are you laughing? I was like, no fucking way you're 29, oh, dude. No. He's like, yeah, I'm 29. I was like, no fucking way. So I went around the, the store and I asked every single employee to be like, how old do you think our, our manager is? Yeah. And they said a number and then I did the average. And I was like, hey, uh, you're actually 32.6. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, I'm not. I'm, he's like, all right, I guess I'm 32.6. And then one of his best buddies came by the store and I was like, how old is he? And he's like, he's just turned 29. And I was like, oh, shit. Crazy. <laughs> but then yeah, we had a Brazilian worker start. And I was like, how old do you think he is? And yeah. she's like, eh, I think about 36. I was like, yeah, that's right on the dot. And I was like, how old do you think I am? She's like, 24. Like, Absolutely. Guess who I went and said that to right yeah, away. Exactly. I was not happy. Um, but uh, You got 12 hypothetical years on me, big boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every single time I'd put a song from the 70s and I'd be like, does that remind you of high school? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like it. I like that. Yeah. That was uh, hilarious. I wonder how I'm still employed there. Yeah. Uh, okay, so when did you first start having sex? High school, I guess. More so like late high school and then like college times. Cool. Um, But I had like serial monogamy vibes all throughout and then super long term, not super long term, like nearly four years. Whoa. And then like seven months later, jump into one nearly three years and then started my period of introspection. Of like, I guess three years. Period of introspection. (laughs) Yeah. Downloading Tinder. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) Like, yeah. You know, I had so little success 
on the dating apps. I mean, to this what to this day, I would not say I have success. Okay. Let's see, dude. Are you on the apps now? I am. What are you on? Tinder and Hinge. I can't do Hinge very well. Really? I haven't. It's been a while since I've done Hinge, but I can see you Tinder. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Dude, you're you're like what six two? Yeah. Give How are you? What are you talking about? I You're know, supposed to be followed by a train right now. It's it's absurd. I mean, I've just. Do you want to see my Tinder? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've just recently. I'm not gonna look at your matches. Updated my. Yeah, it's all good. I'll just. But that's my thing. Like, yeah, this is your. That's profile. the first one. Okay. Uh, He's scrolling through. He's looking. Oh, do you tap, tap, tap? Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, it's the preview. We're in the. We're into the preview function now. I'm getting the Al certification on my Tinder photos. Dude, your fro looks so cool. Doesn't it? Yeah. You kind of, you remind me slightly of, um, he's a hip hop artist. He had like, take a look at my girlfriend. She's the only one I got. Gym class heroes guy? Yeah. Whoa. A little bit. I'll take that. Yeah. I haven't heard that one. A little bit. Uh, Your face looks slightly different. but Just like. I'll take that. I love gym class heroes. See, you do have 6'2 in your bio. Of course. Play your strength. Of course I do. Um, Give me more. Okay. So I think the first picture is a bit aggressive. Okay. You also have a random white guy in there. Well, for scale. For scale. <laughs> he looks way bigger than you too because he's yeah, yeah, like yeah. up close. Yeah. So I think that first photo, cut it. Cut it. All right. Um, the second photo looks cool, but you're looking away. So right. I think the first two, three photos yeah. have to be like your face like it has to so i think the third photo would be it's a good third photo which one is that it's the one okay, you know yeah, you yeah, look yeah you know, kind of, like salt bay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> salt bay or yeah uh, what's this guy's name um he was on a song with j Cole. i think miguel word okay yeah, you know what i'm talking saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um like that's a cute first photo yeah that is a cute first one. Because you can actually see your face. Yeah. You know, ideally they say you got to be smiling with your teeth. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they say. Is she famous? Kind of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's good because it puts scale. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a tall guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, is it customary to put an emoji over the face there? No, because then they'll be like, that, that was his girlfriend, if you put an emoji. Oh, really? Well, usually people that put, like, photos with someone, and yeah. it, it's either, like, if it's a group photo. I actually appreciate when a girl puts up a group photo, and the, the faces are covered, okay. and only her face is not covered. Yeah, because like, okay, know. Cool, I know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so this one, the hiking. Yeah. That's cool. I Actually, I've, I haven't gone through guy profiles almost ever. Okay, this one's good. First one, you think? Uh, it's a picture of me smiling, cheesy. I think, I think this one might be a better first one. All right, because it's also unclear. How often do you change your hair? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, because um, like one, two, three, four, four out of you also have all like eight. Yeah, yeah, four out of eight are with a fro. Yeah, and then one, two, three. Three out of eight with like braids and yeah, braids, and then one with a hat. Yeah, I think. So, what do you think? I should commit in the profile to one style? Sort of like what you what you're at. I want to get a haircut, but all my photos are with long, and it's not just actually. It's not just because of I don't know because your profile because it's kind of like I mean it's different if you have your hair down versus like up. Yeah, slightly different versus like short and long, but still like. 
I think it gives people an idea of what to what they, what to expect when you show up. Interesting, right? You seem like a jolly kind yeah. of you know energetic guy. So uh, pictures where you're like that, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool shirt, but yeah. I don't think it it like fits the profile. Okay, uh, and then what was this? It's a anime? No, no, no. It's a drawing from a TV show on Netflix called Sex Education. Have you heard of it? Oh, I've heard of Sex Ed. It's good, man. So you did the drawing? No, I just found it on the internet, and it's oh. like an emulatable relationship from the show. And I won't spoil oh. who's in the photo. For the I, it, it doesn't click for me, but yeah. maybe do women? I have gotten a comment or two on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but I'm not drowning in comments. I'm not drowning in. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say by any stretch. I'd say if you do. Like this one, I'd put maybe as last if, if you do have it in. Yeah. I'm just thinking from my perspective. If I look at a girl's profile and there's just one picture with a guy, yeah. I'd be like, who is this guy? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Are they fucking? Yeah. Like, is that her brother? Yeah. It's like, is that, are they friends? Husband, am I about to be a unicorn in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I do think this one is too flashy. Yeah, I think as a first shirtless, photo. shirtless pick for the shirtless curious. pick. Smile and yeah. hang loose on yeah. both hands. Yeah. Which, you know, is fine, yeah. but I think it's... Can I? Can it survive? Should I just send it down the line or what? Maybe way at the back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have... I don't have Tinder. I deleted my Tinder. Oh, really? But I learned that... Yeah, I'm kind of just on Bumble now. Bumble? Yeah. Really? Bumbling it up. You might do better there. Dude, I have had my career worst stats on Bumble. Really? Yeah. Because... On Bumble, you don't have to specifically say in the bio you're 6'2", but you set right. it as like a, whatever. It's basically like characteristics or yeah. whatever. So you set it there, so you're not explicit about it, but it's also in there. So I yeah. think you'd do much better there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I learned that if you want to, because you're in shape, mm -hmm. I'm in shape. And I want to show it off, obviously, because yeah. I work for it. So I think if I just show it off, then people would be like, oh, that's fucking cocky yeah, yeah. or that's too much, right. whatever. But if it's like in a setting where the purpose of me being naked or not naked necessarily yeah. is not to show off my body, but to do something yeah. like if you're, I don't know, like, and it's like a glimpse instead yeah. of a like full on, yeah. then it's a better. Yeah. And I agree with you, man. I've been, I've been mixing the profile up trying to, you know, like that one used to be down the line, used to be not on the profile at all. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to f like see what the algorithm versus the female rhythm, you know, like I went on, <laughs> I went on and deleted them because I was on and I was swiping so much. I was like, okay, this is taking up so much of my energy. Yeah. It's taking up so much of my time. Like, did I actually just spend a fucking hour across three apps yeah. swiping when I could have just spent an hour Writing songs. Dude, we're all in the same boat. Right? When you procrastinate, I I accepted it. Yeah. Because I, I would... I still do that every now and then, but I'd go through cycles of, of procrastinating and then shaming myself for procrastinating and then being unable to act because I felt too much shame. And I was totally like, well... Yeah. But if I just take it as, okay, I need a break, uh, whatever I'll be doing, I'll enjoy. And then I'll get back to whatever I need to do. Doesn't help always. Doesn't stop procrastination, yeah. but sometimes it makes me feel better. But I was going to say, yeah. uh, what I noticed is you have nothing about you being a musician. Yeah. Or an artist in your Tinder profile. Yeah. 
So you gotta like you have pics of you on stage. Oh, dude, I have, I have the most. Yeah, so but have one somewhere. I think end. so. I like want to keep it in the pocket a bit, you know, like. Yeah, but also that's you know that's who you are. It's fair. Yeah, it's a tricky line to walk, you know, like obviously not all eight photos of you on stage, right? right. But at least one, or yeah. like you know, you must have a, f- a bunch of photos of you on stage, right? Some really good ones. There you go. And I'm just like. I used to have my Instagram in my bio and I was like, you know, nah. Yeah. Try to like make that a bit more level two communication. I usually don't add people on Instagram till after we meet. Right. Because I feel that, I don't know if it's the same for women. I don't know if that's actually the case, but one, one is fact. So women get a lot of, a lot of attention on social media. Right. Any app. Understood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And usually on social media, if someone DMs you, you're like, oh, that's that creepy guy. Yep. But if you're on a dating app and someone messages you, you're a potential date. Correct. If you if you haven't met yet and you switch to an Instagram, yeah. you basically join, even by accident, yeah. by perception, the rank of like, oh, one of the guys that DMs me on Instagram. 100%. So that's why I try to keep either a phone number or app, but usually I just keep it on the app till a few dates. Actually, really, yeah, serious, yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, what's the, you know, if it doesn't go anywhere, yeah, then there's no point. What's the point? Exchanging Instagram, having you know Jane Tinder in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. it's like, dude, I you talk about cleaning up, you know, Facebook friends and Instagram friends. You clean up your contacts, man. Like I have not, and I'm like, Whoa, who's this first name with no last name? That never, like, <laughs> do you ever? Oh, I used to, like, back in the day, I wasn't even on the apps. Like, when I say back in the day, like, eight, nine years ago, okay. I would go out and meet girls, like, outside. What a concept. Just, just run out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? You can't do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of do it now because yeah. masks are off. We're coming back. People. We're yeah. coming back, baby. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. So, I would just get girls' numbers. My first, like, when I first got an iPhone, yeah. oh, my God, it was bad because I had, um... <clears throat> my first smartphone was Samsung, right. right? So I would get numbers from girls. Yeah. I think very technically, right? I'm yeah. I'm trying to be efficient. Yes. Trying to be to the point, right? Yeah. So I would just put all the numbers in the thing and send, hey girl, right? Oh god. Which is which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd get replies. And then I switched to an iPhone. Yeah. And the reply rate would be way, way, way low. And then I realized that What? I realized that if you have an iPhone oh. and you put in all the numbers at the top, it creates a group message. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was wondering why. I was like, really? I thought Blue Bubble gets bubbles, man. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. So it would create a group message and only the girls that didn't have an iPhone wouldn't be in the group wow. message. So the girls with Samsung's yeah. or Android phones yeah, yeah. would reply back like, hey, how's it yeah. going? Whatever. Yeah. Anyone with an iPhone be like, what the hell? Oh my god! It took me a couple months to figure that out, and uh, uh, I was so ashamed. <laughs> that is a bit shameful, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit shameful. Like, yeah. what is it's this so person worth to me? They're worth a sixth of a tax. So embarrassed. <laughs> that's the world. See, that's the thing. I was so disconnected. Technology. From, from I was disconnected from the tech, disconnected from the the game. Yeah. In a way, I mean, of course, if you have uh, a long term relationship, that's a whole different type of. Uh, courtship mm-hmm. or as the teenagers or as i call it in my teenage years wheeling mm. right 
you're you still have to have good wheels yeah. in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, else, yeah, yeah. You know, you're screwed because you choose to be in it every day. Yeah, yeah, and you have to, you know, date your wife. You yeah, gotta date your girl. You gotta date your, you know, um, so you don't lose a step, but you lose. Like I'll talk to people that have been in relationships five, six, seven years now. Where huge, I mean, they found their people on Tinder, for example. Now they're not familiar with it anymore. Hmm. Just the culture, the, you know, oh, they put emojis in their profiles now. Oh, they do this. They got this setting now. Like, I got Tinder Plus yeah. because I didn't want to swipe. Right. Because I quit porn mm-hmm. and swiping was fucking pornographic, man. Yeah. Like, I'm going through these Tinder things like, this is absurd. Like, the amount of hot, naked, fucking zoom in butts, boobs. Some chicks are actually trying to get your info to get you to visit their porn site. <laughs> you know, their OnlyFans are there, you know, stream.me.gov. <laughs> but, like, I was, like, dude, I can't be, look at myself in the mirror and say I did not engage in pornography today. Yeah. Not that that's, like, a hard, I mean, no porn is a hard, fast rule, and I'm really glad I got there. But uh, it, it was not um, obeyed. If I was going on Tinder and seeing these fucking straight bare butts, undershot, overshot, every shot, yeah. like, whoa, it's like, and especially if you haven't been in the game, in the porn game. Oh my God. And you're just like jumping back into like, picture finesse. Like, I remember I started rewatching Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I'm watching Game of Thrones season one, and there's these, I don't know if you listeners are familiar, but there's a crew of people called the Dothrakis. I don't know if you've watched Game of Thrones. Oh, I have, yeah. But yeah, so there's like these Dothraki parties where people are just getting down doggy style, rough, you know, sex. I'm watching this. I haven't seen pornographic image in years, and I'm just like scratching an itch in my body. (laughs) I like didn't know. I was like, "Uh, can I be watching this right now? Scrub it a little quickly. uh, (laughs) Fast forward if I can. But yeah, man, so I needed to just get my likes into my inbox right you know and then just decide that's an interesting perspective because mm. that's not why most people get tinder plus mm. um i feel that it, yeah. it makes it easier because then you're choosing out of people that chose you right but then i feel like that's what I, I enjoyed about going out and meeting people is that i chose people right instead of like choosing from whoever chose me right you know what i mean right uh which gives them more control yeah I like i had acres more success and by success i mean positive interactions with women that came to some conclusion not necessarily sex but just didn't fizzle like fucking so many of my connections do on the dating apps right you know a couple texts and then we just both ghost each other make a plan and just don't text the day of and flake coover it's all good so (laughs) so you know whatever but when i go out i'm just i'm doing me i'm dancing you want to come dance with me cool and let's see what's up. Yeah. It's basically my style. And like, oh, yeah. I like bump shoulders with someone like, like, dude, okay. The best place, <laughs> the best place in Vancouver is Funky Winker Beans. Funky Winker Beans? Have you ever been? No. Where the fuck is that? It's uh, on Hastings Street, close by the Pint. Yeah. Like, okay. I think like being 49 West Hastings is the address. Usually when someone's like, the best place in Vancouver is on Hastings. <laughs> uh, there's a little mistrust there. But, I mean, you'll... Funky... You, Winker, Winker beans. beans. Yeah, you'll get a range of characters wherever you go, but in Funkies, there's an incredible... Oh, it's by Save on Meats. Okay, Indeed. I know where that is. Neighbors. It's karaoke place, mostly, I believe. I think. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. That, that Like, yeah. you got to use your strengths, and right. you don't have that on your profile. 
But you, but yet you go to a karaoke place where you can like kill. Yes, it's fucking. It's like the whole culture of that place. Like I think that you know going out to a club or something, it's not the greatest place to get girls. No, but clubs are like factories for money. Absolutely, because they have they bring in carrots and then they bring in a donkey to chase the carrot. <laughs> Absolutely, and they make sure that the carrot is far enough from the donkey that it can't <laughs> grab it right away. That it needs to run after it for a bit. And in that running, the donkey spends all his money. It's absurd. You can't hear anything in a club. Uh, it's all... It's like Tinder before Tinder. Like, it's all physical. Yeah. It's all about making an impression. Yeah. And then you're trying to get the fuck out of the club as soon as possible. Like yeah. Unless you're there to dance. Which most girls say they are. Yeah. But you're just a dancing carrot. Yeah, man. It's... uh Like, I went to a club... You know, the world opened up for like a minute in December. Oh, yeah. For like a second in December. And I went to a club. It was cool. It was nice to dance. But I wasn't really getting wasted back then. Because if you're wasted, it's a whole different thing. You might take a risk on someone who's like, yeah, you know, this might be a bad decision. But like, here you go. But like when you're conscious, you're almost like the observer. Like yeah. when you're having a, a string of bad thoughts in your head. And you're like, yo, I'm going to just step away from my thoughts and just watch my head do this. Like, huh, I wonder why my head's doing this. It's like, you step away from the club, you're in the club like, huh, this is some crazy fucking urban jungle shit. And like some girl comes out to you like, you know, buying some tequila or what? And I'm like, is this how you talk to people? Like, I don't care if it's in a club or what. You know, and then you go to Funky Winker Beans, which is this <laughs> paradise. It's, it's the culture of the place is rooted in respect for one another. Mm. Because there's one karaoke stage, and you can go up, now they have pretty much any song you can imagine, and then you sing. And it's not just a song you like, it's a song you love so much that you're willing to sing it in front of hundreds of strangers. So it's a crowd-sourced playlist. It depends on who's there, it depends on the songs you get, but usually a pretty good mix of songs. But yeah, there's some karaoke you know, staples of you know, your Don't Stop Believings and your this, but they blow the lid off the place, so... What are you going to say? This was cheesy and played out when and you're just you're seduced. Fun. You're, yeah. you're having fun. And then, you know, you bump shoulders with someone. It's like, hey, hey. And then it's like, oh, my God, you sang Don't Stop Believing. Like, oh, my God, you sang Gorilla by Bruno Mars. Like, yeah, man, what's up? Oh, sick. Like, people are just friendly there. Yeah. Not that I'm, like, the biggest lady killer in the world, but you can just look at a girl, and she's looking at you, and you smile, and she smiles, and you go up and start talking, and it's all good. And you're, you're, you're having a convo. Like, it's not like at the club where it's like, like, try to fucking get in her eye line. Like, oh, is she playing games? Oh, she's not actually doesn't want to fucking look at me. Doesn't want to talk to me. Goes over here. It's just like, hey, like, hey, like, what's up? I don't know. Like, you singing? Yeah, me too. Cool. You want a drink? Like, sure. Like, fuck it. Let's get one. Like, yeah. just, I've had some of the best nights of my life in that fucking place. Like, you can still meet quality girls downtown, but it's just, as you said, so loud. But the sidewalk, on the other hand. But the sidewalk, on the other hand. Oh, dude. There were some times during Corona where I was like, listen, Corona laws are on that side of the door. Is this? I'm like, I'm going for a walk on Main Street, man. Like, yeah. I bought a phone on, like, Main Street somewhere. And I was just like, man, this, is, this place is a vibe. Uh, Maine and, like, 13th hood. You know, people just outside, you know, having their smokes in, like, big groups. And I'm not just like, hey, guys, can I come in here and also be part of this fun time? But, like, you know, just... In that Corona time where we were so starved of 
connection that was so refreshing to be able to go out and see groups even just like faint interactions i saw a friend of mine hey man how you been how's work oh good oh nice to see you miss you i'll miss you too man hey nice to meet you you know as my friend says i'm people people you know i like to interact with people a lot and i believe in people and i believe that there's good in everyone and if someone's made a mistake baby they just need to peel back the layers of that onion and find that sweet sweet middle baby <laughs> but uh yeah so i'm pretty much down like with all people Sick. um so now you're on tinder you're yeah, dating yeah. what's uh what's preventing you from getting in another one of those uh Serial long term ish. That's a fantastic question. Have you done this before? <laughs> um, yeah, so. <laughs> so basically, I don't see myself as old and I don't see necessarily my next long term relationship as my final one. Mm-hmm. It could be, but I've developed and I've been developing relationship skills. And with the skills I had before, I was able to have those longer relationships. Now I have much better skills. Even the freaking venom that my ex is, you know, spat at me. I've taken that into account. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, that's even broken clocks are right twice a day, guys. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. But, like, you know, this one girl I had was like, yo, Powis, you need to be single, man. Like, wow. your whole shit. And I was just like, I don't need to hear this from you. You don't know me, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, actually, I haven't been single for six months since, like, ninth grade. So yeah. maybe I should. Everyone should be single for a while. Right? Yeah. So what's keeping me now is... I mean, if I found the right person, I'm not like, nope. But, uh, you know, I have met a few people who I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. And maybe I don't want to fucking go the distance. I think part of me wants to experience this freedom a little longer. You know, go on tours as a musician and go travel the world. It's hard to deal with groupies when you're in a relationship. You know... (laughs) I haven't had like tons of groupies in my time. Give Maybe a, a cheeky a couple. Yeah. yeah, true. True. A minute. True. If, if. Fuck. Yeah. I guess in hindsight. You know, I did the thing one time. I met this girl and then brought her to a show. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, she probably thinks I'm decent. Then she comes to a show and is just like, holy fuck. Like, what is this oil I've struck? That's right. I'm that good, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and then was kind of like hook line, and I was like, "This is kind of moving a good bit quickly now." Yeah. Like, that's not... how I like to do it. Uh, if someone meets me at the show, I usually just say, "Oh, thank you." Really? Yeah. So but no groupies for LD. I don't like it because they don't see me in the right light. They see me in bright lights, uh, and that's I think too polarizing. Uh, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm actually a piece of shit. You got to get to know yeah. me first before yeah. you see me in this. I mean, there's a there's a there's a heightened there's a sliver of self deprecation. Well, as a as a joke, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm I'm not. But, but in your humor, I mean, yeah, in your stand-up. But it's also it's a prepared version. It's like me. Mm-hmm. It's like seeing someone on on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess if I match with someone on Tinder, Bumble, it's still a prepared version. But at least we meet in person and we kind of have a conversation before. I'm like, hey, you should come to a show yeah. instead of like seeing me at the show yeah. or any comic or any performer. You're um, enchanted. Ooh. I'm not saying I'm not saying my performances are enchanting. They are good though. They are. I do uh, enjoy your stand-up. Yeah, thank straight you. up. It's mostly like anyone you see in front of a crowd that has control over a crowd. Mm-hmm. They have control over you too. It's like a hypnotist, exactly thing, or yeah. a boss, a boss too. Yeah, yeah. Any any Superior. change in power, mm-hmm. it's it's not. So that's why that's a great uh, take that I've never considered. <laughs> that's why I want to first meet 
where we're kind of on the same level. So what's the reverse? Like if you were to be a groupie, Ooh. like is there a, a job or a performance art that you see a, a woman doing it? Be it stand up, be it ballet, dance, music. I try not to. Like I, wow. if I see someone, if I see someone from that, and I haven't met them in real life, I try not to. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I think we have a, a kind of what I'm learning about us. Yeah. Is that we just have slightly different styles? Because I always, I appreciate being pursued, mm. and I like that, and I can trust the person pursuing me because I'm like, oh, you have good taste. I agree. You know? Yeah. And I don't really, in my whole history, I don't too often go out to try to, like, convert someone to be a believer. Mm. You know? I'm more about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Because if someone, I've been approached, mm -hmm. but and not just after the shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I just don't want to create a dynamic where, like, if they see me at a show and then... They're like, oh, this guy's funny, whatever. Like, hey, do you want to go out? Yeah. I don't want to create a precedent of like, right. this is how this guy gets laid. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. He just does shows to get laid. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. not why I do stand-up. Yeah. Maybe that's why I started at the beginning. <laughs> but Fair. that's not why. Right. Yeah. What's that word? Valor. That's some good. Well, because I want to treat it as a job, as a, as a yeah. you know, uh, yes. as an art. Yeah. And I feel like you have to respect it for it to reward you. Totally. Then you're going to get as much out of it as you And that's have. also not not shitting where you eat in a way. Exactly. Because yeah. if this person is coming to stand-up shows, it's possible that it's not the last one. Right. You go take this girl down. Maybe even date. Maybe it's romantic and not just purely transactional. Pause the sport fucking and put on some fucking Keith Sweat and, you know, the roommates are gone and you feed each other chocolate strawberries. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're broken up and she's still like stand-up. She's still she around. comes to your shows. Comes to your shows. Not necessarily to see you, but fuck, Same man. shows, yeah. There's 25 other people going up. Hell she's yeah. trying to see and then it's like, oh. And then another comment I'm gonna comes do this, up. I'm going to do this joke about this chick I used to bang giving me fucking... She always fed me too much of the strawberry. Oh, Jesus, Alex. <laughs> she's in the car. Fuck off. Like, that's the thing, like... So many of my performances have my close friends at them. Yeah. And like, I just rap. If I've, if you've been in my life for months, if you've been in my life for a year, I've got to drink about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? How do you feel about people being possessive over something you wrote yeah. that has them in it? Does I that think, happen? You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Where they're like, oh my God, I wrote this song. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> Dude. That is the most classic shit. Oh, like, across it. so many people, like, old breakups, like, I wrote that lyric for him. Blah, 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 blah. They're, they're like, mm. <laughs> mm. And I give credit where credit's due. Like, yeah. I got some funny lines on my thing that, like, the, the boys... You did, and you mentioned it. Yeah, you know? like, the boys and I are bantering, and yeah. it's like, oh, cool, like, this guy lays the foundation, I add a little something to it, we all laugh. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten there without the foundation, but that's a little bonus piece that I get from our beautiful friendship. If you're not comfortable with me rhyming about it, that's a little bit of tax from oh. our interaction. Oh. As if you want to be my friend and you want to be close to me, you run the risk of exactly being in a song. You know, and it's not always outwardly, you know, it's so cool to have, you know, more than no one listen to my music and say like, "Oh, I love that lyric you did about like this thing." And I'm like, "That wasn't about that." Yeah. Like 
yeah, you're talking about like, you know, this and this and this. I was like, oh no. Like, um, like I have this one lyric, uh, concrete, I spaz godly. People walk by in their ogling, giving me money, samosas and chocolate. Cause I busk and sometimes people pay me money. Sometimes they are just like, dude, I don't have any money, but here's a candy bar. Yeah. I got a samosa, man. You want one? Like, and I'm like, sick. But in my film work, I also give out food. So someone be like, oh, I heard that thing about the samosas and the chocolate, man. That's some crafty rhymes. I'm like, oh, no, that's about busking. But, you know, part of art is it's up for interpretation. Yeah, the one thing I realized about that was kind of hard to get over at the beginning was once you create art, you have the control over it. Yeah. But once it's done, it's yeah. not yours anymore. Crazy. It's it is like you put it out into the ether, and, and it's it's not yours at all. Everyone can you know do it, make of it what they want. Like oh, I don't know, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. And then I'll hit some people with some very outwardly ones, like my buddy Kev. I just like do it, do an impression of him in the middle of my song, like Kevin always ripping me. You couldn't get a boner. Pretty sure that shit's supposed to happen when you're older. And then I'm like, well, I had tequila when I should have had some growers. I could probably still bust if I pretend she's my presoner, because like you know. <laughs> Trying to do these fucked up like yeah. fantasies. I mean, maybe they're not fucked up. I'm, I'm negotiating with fantasy in the bedroom as we speak. Um, that's like a no confusion line. And, you know, he's at the show and I'm debuting the line with his, like, girl. Like, his head back, massive laugh. The boy's like, you know, out of him. Because he's got a good sense of humor. And But it's cool because it's not often people in hip-hop. Because it's all about, like, oh, I've got the... Right. More ladies. Mm-hmm. I've got more money. I've mm-hmm. got more guns. I, yeah. It's not often that, you know, someone takes a shot at themselves. Right. Yeah. I which, appreciate that. Which is cool. It's like, um, the line you did before with Samosas mm-hmm. sounds quite J. Coley. Oh man, I appreciate that. Yeah. I love him. I love J. Cole so yeah. fucking much. Someone came, I did a show in my backyard one time and someone came, he's like, dude, you remind me of J. Cole when he had 300 views, man. So, and I'm like, oh dude, that's. What higher compliment can you give? And there are many others, but not that have quite achieved those heights to be able to like stay real and have, you know, self-deprecation in their mm-hmm. hip hop um, as opposed to just pure bravado. Earth Gang is a new one as well. Ooh, yeah. Who are just, uh, I mean, they're part of J. Cole's crew. Yeah. Pretty much anyone on J. Cole's Dreamville. Yeah. Thoughtful. You it's know, good. Uh, the flow is fucking great. Right. The lyrics are awesome. Right. And they yeah. still have some braggadocious times. And yeah. I, I brag in my shit. I'm like, yeah, I brag. I fucking fight my demons. What's up? Yeah. What other war is there? You know? So I'm still like proud of myself and still braggadocious, but managed to bring it into the uh, self-reflection. But that's, right? yeah, that's your art. That's what you're dealing with. You gotta, it's going to show up in yours. Right? That's why I do a lot of small dick jokes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love it. I'm kidding. Where is he? Find out, ladies. <laughs> Promo code Aldi's six inch Aldi, at the brothel. Aldi's nuts. Uh, all right. Uh, so, all right. So you meet a girl, right? Right. Do you go on dates or do you invite her to your shows or to the places you you hang out with? Great What's question. Um, my go-to it depends on if it's from like zero. From like I haven't met you. And now it's Hinge, or I haven't met you, and now I met you in the flesh, and get your info. Or if you're like an old person that maybe we had some chemistry but never exercised it. Mm -hmm. I will usually swing for let's go on a walk. That's my usual go-to. Hell yeah, dude. That's the broke artist way. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Like, dude, like, 
I don't really want to be in a situation where we're eating. No, I don't I, want to I'm, eat. I'm good with eating. I just... I like maybe like a hot dog stand type deal. Yeah. Like grab a bite and go walking. But if like... If it's possible that a kiss is on... Oh, that's true. I'm not trying to have hot dog stank. I don't give a fuck. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... The only thing is if we're sitting too far, then it's like... There's no, it's too like interviewee. Yeah. That's why I'm like, let's go on a walk. We can like rub shoulders. Yeah. Brush each other's butt here and there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll invite people over to my house. Like, hey, what's up? Like, fuck, might as well try. You want to come over and watch a movie? I do that every now and then, but I don't know. Right? Yeah. It depends. Like, I've been trying to find, like, my my thought line switched because I was like, hey, listen, I've had enough of this casual shit. It's time to find my next one. So there's this hot girl that uh, added me on Tinder. We matched on Tinder. And she was like, are you trying to find the match? Like your cartoon on your profile, that picture. Right. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Like, And I'm just like, yo, dude, if you're going to be wishy-washy about this shit, then get fucking lost. And it's like, yo, I'm here to find my fucking next girl. That's right. why I'm on here. And then I kind of had a moment to reflect. And I was like, you know what? It would be nice just to play around for a minute. I think I'm going to do that now. Yeah. And have since been open to those opportunities. Opportunities. It's not too business. I mean, like, fuck, yeah. man. Like, sure, there's people in my life that are like, okay, I'm enjoying this. But I want to almost, like, not enjoy it too much. Because mm. I'm worried about, like, okay, now part of my relationship battle. Like, yeah, sure, fucking sex addiction. But really, it's, like, people addiction. Really, it's codependence. Mm. And it's like, my one girl, like, I was like, I just want us to share skin. I want to get fucking 7XL clothes and wear, I want to be touching you all day, like... And how unhealthy is that? It's fucked. Yeah. Uh, looking, zooming out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but during, I was like, yeah, man, this is it. What do you mean? Yeah. Wake up? Yeah, I'll sit in fucking bumper-to-bumper traffic with you for fucking two hours. Like, sure, if I get to be next to you, why not? Like... And then fucking, yeah, get me a job at your job. And yeah, get me this at your this. And yeah, like fully. And then just Siamese rip. And I'm like, now what? And then find well, someone. Find, yeah, find some other fucking chick. And then just fucking like, oh, okay. Maybe it was me that was the problem. Maybe I do need to be single. Damn. damn. You know, so I, I've been, I've not mastered, but I've come to a place where I'm comfortable with my skills as a single person Mm -hmm. and my skills as someone who's abstaining from sex and women. I did that for a long time, too. Just straight up abstinence. See, I'm at the same point as you where that's how I felt in relationships. Like, I felt lost. Mm -hmm. Like, I was losing myself. And then after the fact, I was like, okay, I gotta... I got to deal with this. I got to find out who I am. And right now I'm at a point where I feel like I know that. I guess if I really knew that, I'd, I'd say I know that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not quite at the point where it's internalized enough. I feel like if I got in a relationship, I'd be right back where I was. So that's why I'm like, I got to be single for a little longer. Right. And then that abstinence thing you talked about mm. is kind of like... I feel the next step. Yeah. And I really don't want to take it. Man. <laughs> it was crazy, man. I did it for a minute. Yeah. A couple minutes. How, how long is a couple minutes? Well, I went hmm, like one chapter of like three, four months, no girl communication. Wow. Did not text a girl. You know, and before that I did full on monk mode. Pretty much. Yeah. No jacking off. Damn, dude. Just purely... How good did your art get? Fucking incredible. 
I think the biggest thing that benefited my art was um, like getting more sober. Yeah, for sure. Just to be more crisp. But like, yeah, no, my art got good. My physical fucking, oh, dude, like all those semen retention. I don't give a fuck if it's placebo. Yeah. I was flying. I was flying. And then, you know, have a fucking, my first wet dream at 27 years old. Damn, dude. And it was incredible. <laughs> and it was incredible. I, I noticed that if I don't have sex for a while and I don't masturbate, which yeah. doesn't happen often anyways. Right. Yeah, I have wet dreams. It's pretty fucking... Pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Like, wake up. And, like, my buddies would be like, no, this, come on, man, that's gross. I'm like, it's gross? Think about all those sex dreams you had when right when it got good, you woke up. Now, imagine instead of waking up, you yeah. just finish. Yeah. And... Man, I remember I like woke up one day and was just like, "This is my path." Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is my path. I was like, "There's no, there's no, um, there's no girl in my bed. There's no breakfast to be made. There's no shame." Yeah. Like I went back out one night and like almost hooked up with someone that I really shouldn't have, and was like really like like four a.m. texting. Oh, yeah. You know, like, come over, start hooking up at sun up. Didn't happen, thank goodness. Yeah. But I was like, Ugh. and then you juxtapose that with just, like, waking up and fucking having to wash your sheets and, fuck, this is a lot easier. But then, on my most recent run of off-girl celibacy, the wet dreams fucking stopped. Oh. The universe was fucking with me because I had a fucking inception wet yeah, dream. Yeah. Where I like dream within a dream. I was like, oh, there's my wet dream. Perfect. There was a run where I was having like sex dreams every night and they were super fun, but no fucking, I was still like, oh, like it'd be nice to like, you know, it is, there's still something to be said about like the release of, yeah, okay. And like the water chakra being honored and you know, the flow of energy, not just like purely blocked. And I was like, well, if my body needs it, my body will take it. But I was like, yo, we're at fucking 120 days here. My body's not taking shit. Damn. I'm sending a text. <laughs> You know, it's time to fucking rectify yeah. this. And um I feel good now. <laughs> Damn. But, yeah. It's it, funny how three yeah. months is a minute. You know? Fuck. There's people like out there dick, that yeah. haven't been touched by, yeah. by a woman or a man. Yeah. I'm a lover of all. Yeah. As well. I don't know those people's stories. Right. I don't know what is making them do that and I'm not frowning upon that. Yeah. And if that happened to me, cool, I'm down. I feel like if you perhaps lower your standards, is that unfair to say? In some cases maybe it yeah. is unfair to say. In some cases maybe, but you know, there's a lot of dials you can adjust, I think. Yeah. But we're also talking from a place of privilege here. So. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And you know, I think like my like I'm throwing shit at the wall with like Hinge and shit. Like, my buddy's got 50 matches in the queue mm. for Hinge. And, like, he's nowhere near fucking... <laughs> no, but, like, when I look on paper and say, like, wow, like, this guy's, like, 50 matches better than me, like, it's a partly a marketing thing. He's also fucking six foot six. Yeah, but it's, that's why a lot of these things aren't healthy, because it makes you... Absolutely. ...compare yourself and judge yourself. Fuck, man. Yeah. Say less. But... I think, you know, if someone needs help out there, uh, you can message me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to help, but we'll probably laugh about it. There you uh, go. Which is not going to help either. So you coach? I, I actually, at some point, I almost got into it. I have okay. a couple of buddies that did it. But for me, I was like, I'm finishing school. Ooh. I'm finishing university. I'm going to be a professional. Like, fuck this shit. Honestly, should have jumped. 
think so. But it was just like some of the practices that those people teach out of context on yeah. our bit. Yeah. It's probably something that a man should never do. Okay. But who are we talking about here? Oh, no one, no one in specific. Okay, like okay, it's okay. just, uh, you know, the whole idea that like, oh, if you say the right things yeah, and yeah. if you do the right moves, then you'll get the girl. Yeah, like it's like a little pickup bit, art. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a little scummy. In the it sense. is scummy. But the way I look at it, it's, um, dating is like driving on the road. And then every now and then there's a woman, a man that's never driven before mm. and they get on the road driving. And obviously you don't want someone who's never driven mm -hmm. on the road with you. Like yeah. if you're on a highway and you know, there's a person that's never driven before yeah. in a car and you'll be like, get the fuck off the road. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. And there's people like that, that they try dating. Others tell them like, you're not supposed to be here. Get the fuck out. Totally. So what those coaches and obviously they're not all good and they're not all helpful. But in my mind, the idea is to, tell you the rules, tell you to what look out for, you know, like, right. oh, there's a stop sign there. Mm -hmm. People will likely stop, but every now and then someone will blow that stop. You got to be careful, you know? So they're just explaining all these rules, explaining how a car works, <laughs> how to get where you're going, yeah. and just building a framework of how things are normally done. Right. It's, it's just like any field. You kind of, you have to know the rules to be able to break them. Probably, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I feel like that's how they portray social interaction and like the, mm -hmm. the idea that any man can approach a woman and get with her. Like if they say the right things, that that's belittling women. That's totally. But I've also seen it happen. Yeah, tr true, true, true. I like that point about just the basics because there are some things that pretty much most people agree on. You know, in terms of just social mores and norms and, you know, if you go too far and do this or move too quickly or, exactly. you know, swing on the come over to my house first when if you're looking for something perhaps a bit more sustainable, maybe you should go the broke artist way and take her on a fucking walk. Um, <laughs> you know, like that. That could be like quite helpful and quite useful to society because yeah. I know because every now and then maybe some people it, it takes them more than just reading a book on rules of the road. Like I know I've taken driving like literally uh, when I wanted to get my license, yeah. I had a I had a driving coach. Yeah. Like we're driving together. The first two times, I was like, I don't think driving is for me. Like there's actually like, I had a thought in my head where I was like, I don't think driving is for me. Yeah. It's crazy, but yeah. I, at the time I was like, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to drive. Wow. And then I've taken maybe a month and a half of classes. Yeah. And then after, like now, I'm obviously, I'm like, I'm the best driver in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As any guy would say. Yeah. Uh, but at the time I was like, I can't imagine, like, this is, I don't think this is going to be for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. And what changed that? practice right and and having someone i trusted in the car yeah with me along the way and show me how to do it where what to watch out for mm -hmm. and you know what to expect yeah there's help out there and yeah. in russian there's a saying the saving of someone who's drowning okay is the job of the person who's drowning whoa meaning that's, like that's russian no one no one can help you 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 gotta want to help yourself first yeah. yeah uh if you're out there and you need help Seek help. Yeah. Because totally. no one's going to come out of nowhere. and you know. Totally. And I, yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. And I feel like that for my dating apps too, because I always had such a spiky relationship with them. Mm. that it was like the resent was almost built into my profile. Hell yeah. And now I'm starting to give it a little bit more respect 
to it and thought, but back then I was like, oh, I got to go on this thing. Like, oh, I've had more dates from interacting with people on Instagram than all fucking dating apps combined. Damn. By far. That's the hot people dating app, Instagram. You heard it here. <laughs> I didn't say issue. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So like, whatever, man. It just putting more effort into it and thinking like, as we touched on before, sure, I've developed all these skills and learned about communication, learned about my fighting style in the context of yeah. the relationship. But it's time to kind of test it. Yeah. To kind of put my toe in the water and see, like, am I actually this good so, now? So when you're seeing people, mm. and what's stopping you from progressing the relationship to a point where you're dating, dating? Is it just that, like, oh, I wanna, I wanna be for free for longer? <sighs> I, I. Or is there something about the people that isn't quite there? I don't think it's quite about the people. I think right. it's more about me at this juncture sure wanting that freedom also doing that work also really taking it slow and deciding okay if this is on and it's meant to be mm. it will be undeniable in in a way mm. like i will still have stake in it and i won't just like stomp on this flower that's growing but yeah what's stopping me is probably fear of commitment i was gonna say yeah i was gonna say more along the lines of like FOMO? Like FOMO of like people that are in couples or people that are single? The No, FOMO in the sense of like, oh, there's so many more yeah. women out there. Right. Like, dude, my buddy's in New York right now, and he's telling me like New York's the opposite of Vancouver because we always talk about how like, oh, you know, dating's not the best in Van, right? That's about my experience. And whatever. Um, <laughs> he's in New York now, and it's like, you know, I think there's 40 million people there. He's at this party where there's like a bunch of like 40-year-olds that are all single because... There is truly unlimited choice there. Damn. Like here we talk about, oh, you go on the apps and swipe, swipe, swipe. But there it's like... Terrifying. Literally fucking, fuck with me, sure. Beep, beep, beep. The guy's got like three hinge dates in two days, no problem. Yeah. Like rockets everywhere, super hotties everywhere. Yeah. Hot guys, hot girls, artists, students, whatever. Pick your poison. There's just so many more people that people don't settle down. It's the city of sin. The city of sin, and it doesn't sleep, sugar. Um, but yeah, so being here, like, I'm not thinking like, oh my God, there's so much more. But at the same time, everyone I've dated is from Vancouver, like, or in Vancouver. Like, mm. they've come from other places as well. Probably had more success with non-Vancouverites, mm -hmm. in a sense. But, you know, like, if my next girl is my wife, and I want to look her in the eyes and say, you're the undisputed champion of my love. Whoa. And there's no fucking woman in this world that I'd rather be with than you. Then I should probably see other women in the world. <laughs> to yeah, make you want that it to be a fair champion. Valid. Yeah. Absolutely. You, do, you don't want it to be a bot fight. I always, no, we're not yeah. pub stomping here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to, like, that, that's what I would say to my old girls, like, yo, you, there's a guy out there, pursue it. Like, because like, I'm just like, I'm not saying like go kiss him and shit, but like if you think you have a connection with this dude and you think he's going to be more fun than me, absolutely. Yeah. Because I, if you're here with me, then you're here with me. I'm not sure if I'm the guy for an open relationship, but... Uh, have you ever been in one? I've never been the fucking boyfriend in one. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I've been the plus one and didn't love it, yeah. frankly. Yeah. But... Then it would be like, yo, I'm, I want to be the champion of your life. I think it's hard. If you have codependency issues, I think open mm. relationships are hard because yeah. it, it basically fucks with everything that makes a person codependent. codependent. Yeah. 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 Um, so why are you saying dating in Vancouver sucks? Well, 
I guess like second half of COVID when I was actually looking. Yeah, I don't know. I guess the flakiness mm. combined with, and I'm part of that flakiness too. I used to be super dialed with it and then was like, yo, fuck. Fuck it. We're not texting. I don't owe you shit. I was just like so, like such a lover of women that it would be like, we're texting. This is something like a day I downloaded Hinge. I was like, someone matched me. Like, sick. Like, I would text her back right away every time. Like, then well, you should not text me anymore. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> fucking shook. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, what does make it bad? Fucking, I don't know, not being able to go on dates whenever I want. Mm. Basically. Okay. Is that, am I, am I spoiled? Am I too ambitious? Like thinking that there's not really a lot of, okay, I want to go on a date, so I'm going to go do that. Like, like impulsiveness. Not, sure. And adventure. Or just, yeah, like, yeah, and I guess I'm getting a little more I think traction. it's because it's an expensive city and a lot that of people too. have to work. Like when I was in Asia, it's shitty because a lot of people live with their parents. Yeah. But they're also like easier to blow work because they're like i don't give a fuck i don't have rent to pay let's right. go that's a huge part of it yeah the expensive city the high rent the long hours that's when people work and i worked in film for a long time too yeah i can't which, imagine dating working oh God. In film. it's it's terrible man like i had this girl we got along really well and she's like yo i just want to hang out i'm like dude i can't hang yeah i'm working five days 15 hours a day yeah not loving this life Love to spend time with you, but no. And then, like, Saturday comes, I'm on the couch, relax, put my feet up, you know, one hand in my pants, other one on the remote, click, click, popcorn, let's go. Hey, you want to come over? Like, uh, this is your one day, though. Like, uh, it is. It's my one day. Right? Like, I have to, like, do laundry. Like, I don't have, I don't live at home. Like, I have to get groceries and do laundry and do adult things on the weekend if I'm working fucking 75 80 hours a week and yeah you know that's my perception and you got to take responsibility for the uh the situation you got to prioritize what what's important right and like my nights i perform depending on the week and so if i work and then if i have a side gig plus shows maybe i'll see i'll be able to hang out for like an hour or two in between work and the show right. or like after the show but then you know i'll have to leave early or sacrifice sleep yeah so it's that's where i'm like if there's a time to be celibate <laughs> yeah it's when you're on your grind yeah yeah dude but at the same time it's kind of like um you know it's the that last step of being like okay i'm doing it yeah yeah i kind of had that when i cuz i smoked for a bit I yeah. smoked when I was 12, 12 to 16. Cigarettes? Yeah. Fucking Russia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've quit like two times yeah. uh, for the, the four years. That was it. Like when I was like, oh, I have to quit. And I knew, like I had the thought in my head where I like, got to do it fucking right now. Yeah. And I was like, I'll fucking wait till Monday. I'll wait till next week. And, like, right. and then it never happened up until the day it did. So. Congrats. If you smoke. I just Google uh, Easy Way to Quit Smoking by Alan Carr. Honestly, best book. Nice. Yeah. You read the book. You don't have to stop smoking till you're done reading the book. You can take your time with the book. But the moment you're done reading the book, you'll be a non-smoker. Wow. My parents quit. I quit. I even... Dude, uh, when I was in Asia, um, I was seeing this girl for a bit who... She had a vape. Okay. And vapes in Asia were like... I think they started doing here now, which I thought was against the law, was like flavored vapes. Yeah. And I'm talking nicotine, not weed. Yeah. 
So I would just take a puff here and there. And it got to the point where I was like, I'll just get my own. Yeah. And then I got my own. And I was like, worst case scenario, I'll fucking read the book. I was like, I was so confident. I'm like, dude, Whoa. I'll get addicted. And then whenever I'm done with this, I'll just read the book and I'll stop. I smoked for like three months or like two and a half. And it got to the point where I was only smoking at home. Because I was like, if I take it outside, it's real. Yeah. If I take it outside with me, it's real. I'm, I'm going to be a full-time smoker. Yeah. But if I'm, like, just in my house, then I'm like, it's fine. It's a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> and, which is insane. Yes. And it, I got to the point where I would get off work and I would run home. Yeah. And then people would be like, yo, come out. And I'd be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm just chilling. You know, I'm having a good time. And yeah. I'm alone in my room, like, vaping. Yeah. And, like, watching movies or whatever. And I'm like, this is not good. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, I read the book and I stopped. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It works twice for some people, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. It does say that don't ever pick up nicotine again because every time you do it, it gets harder. Mm. Anyways, not so much now, but pre-COVID, I was getting to the point where I'm like, I think if I keep going this way, I'm going to have a sex addiction. Whoa. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sick. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Can't if wait. you told me when I was 16 that yeah. one day I'd be like... I gotta slow down or I'm gonna have a sex addiction. Yeah. I'd be like, hot damn, I, <laughs> this boy made it. Alex, I yeah. appreciate you, brother. Uh, yeah. This is, this is sick. What are we at right now? We can kind of wind down slowly. Let's do it. So, what's, uh, you're planning on touring a bit? What's happening there? Yeah, we'll see. Um, met this person that has a vested interest in my musical success, and I just wanna make songs that make me feel try to make some different type sounding stuff, mm -hmm. um, throw shows and create opportunities for people to come together. You've got me thinking twice about every groupie I meet now. <laughs> it's like, oh, everyone wants P. Crook, but no one wants Powis. I get it. Shoot. <laughs> you, want, you wanted my whole freaking, you wanted me the whole bag of chips and the milkshake too. Okay. <laughs> then you come to my bedroom, oh, there's a sock out of the hamper. This wasn't the guy that was singing. We're, we'll never meet your heroes, okay? You sit down, be quiet. Get on the. <laughs> Just kidding, but yeah, um, yeah, man, that's the that's the thing. I I'm getting my passport. It's been a fucking nightmare, but that's a whole other hour long pod. Yeah, I gotta go out there, see the big world. Yeah, it's not awkward, but yeah, man. So I'll be on tour. If anyone wants to check out my album, it's called Manifest Manifold on Bandcamp.pcrook.com. Promo code. Aldi69 will get you no dollars off because it's pay what you want anyway. Uh, you can pay zero. You can pay money if you want. And if you're really patient, it'll be on Spotify in a little while. But for now, the band campers get priority. So yeah. that's my that's Sick. my plug. Yeah. That's my plug. What about you? You're, hit, you're hitting the stage every night or what? Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, not every night, but it's it's been good. Um, like... I looked at my last week. Mm. I was on stage almost an hour Crazy. for the, the shows. I, I think I went up uh, like eight times. It was like a lot of seven-minute spots. I did nice. some 15, but next couple of weeks is going to be busy too. Cool, man. I'm just trying to figure out stuff with marketing for this because I want more people to listen to it. That's a thing. Uh, not for money. I don't make money. It's all for a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you know, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you know. Uh, there's 
some pretty exciting things happening with uh, the podcast. Absolutely, yeah, man. I'm so grateful that uh, we were able to do this. I love to. I've been dying to reflect on my dating journey and my, you know, codependent, sex dependent. So, love how dependent. did you how did you learn about codependency? Because I didn't even know the word up right. until someone was like, "You should probably read this book," and I was like, "What's codependency?" Yeah, yeah. man. Fantastic question. One day I was hanging out with this guy, my buddy, uh, no, I was working in the movies and there was this close homie of mine named Zach and he said, hey man, I think you'd really like this book called The Celestine Prophecy. Have you ever heard of it? No, I gotta look it up. It is incredible and basically it's kind of an adventure novel with a lot of spiritual lessons baked into it and I remember one night I was reading it before bed and he bought me the book. He said, I bought you the book and it's at this bookstore. Whenever you want to read it, go, mm-hmm. go ahead and get it. And it was months and months and months before I went and got it. But because of the way he gave it to me, I went to get it when I was fully ready. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, here's this book, read it. Like, yeah. oh. Again, okay. the saving of the drowning person is the job of the drowning person. Right. So he, he gave me the opportunity and then I took it. I went to the bookstore, got it, read it. And one night I was reading chapter eight and... I was like, like, I'm kind of tired. Like, oh, there's only a couple pages left in this chapter. I'm going to finish this chapter. And then I think the last line of the chapter was, when you become addicted to someone else, your growth stops. Mm. And when I read that, I just felt this fucking shimmer from my fucking ass to my fucking brain, up my whole spine. Like, that's what I needed to read. And then that book kind of delved into uh, codependency and how when you enter a relationship, you want to be an O a complete O, not a C, that's waiting for that other person to complete you. And then you put the pressure on them to do this and do that. Mm-hmm. That really got me on the journey. And then uh, my roommate, Jaron, who does the stand-up at times, sent me or told me to read this book called Bring Your Shadow Out of the Dark. And in there, like mm-hmm. shadow work, you ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. So then that had kind of like an excerpt about sex in there. That same author had a book. Uh, Robert Augustus Masters had a book called To Be a Man, which is about manhood. I've been on a journey, bro. Dude, uh, what was the book called on the shadow work? Uh, Bringing Your Shadow Out of the Dark. Uh, Sweet. Incredible book. It's heavy. Yeah. Might not be able most to read of, it all mo- in one go. Most of it is. Yeah. Heavy because it's work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. My pleasure. Uh, if, if you want to slide into his DMs, please do. Yeah. Probably make some music too, you're saying? Yes. Love to collab with all artists, not necessarily Vancouver ones. I was looking at the uh, the plays back for, uh, what's it called again? Best Before Date. Hell yeah. For Best Before Date. And there's some listeners in Seattle. There's some listeners in Nantucket. So people from all across the world, if you want to link up. Let's make some music across the world, man. Why not? And uh, yeah, come out to a show. Follow oh, me. I, I just remembered. I'll, I'll put you in touch with some uh, rap artists in Taiwan. Please do. Dude. See, that's why the battery died thrice. <laughs> so that we could think about this. Yeah. And I might be going overseas, baby. That's sick. Get yeah. some of that Taiwanese rhymes. But yeah, lovely, man. Yeah. Again, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Likewise. Maybe we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Hopefully next time my batteries won't die. That's good. Last second. Please be like, But hey, right they now. lasted quite a bit, hey. which I don't usually hear. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey. Thank you.